Welcome to the Bestseller Revolution Podcast. You know, it's not just about books. It's about you becoming a bestseller in everything you do and revolting against mediocrity. It's about being epic in this one life you've been given. So welcome to the revolution. Welcome to the Bestseller Revolution Podcast. You know, it's not just about books. It's about you becoming a bestseller in everything you do and revolting against mediocrity. It's about being epic in this one life you've been given. So welcome to the revolution. Hey, Superstar Ray Brem here. Welcome to the Bestseller Revolution, Episode 2. I'm still trying to think of the title, but you've already seen it if you're listening to this or watching this. Uh, I think it's belief in that I'm stronger than waters or something. And here's, I'll start it right off with the story. Senior year of high school, uh, I'm a track guy, and I'm a half miler. And uh, that was my junior year was kind of my coming out year. I started to become fairly competitive in the conference and so forth. Went to the regional track meet in Austintown Fitch uh, near Akron in Ohio. Uh, my junior year. So senior year comes, and there's really maybe two rivals uh, in the conference. Kip Jennifer from Solon and Sean Casey Waters from Kenston. And um, I had run with Kip on a summer team. So we were competitors, but we were teammates in this summer league prior to senior year. And interestingly, we ran enough together that I was I had started winning, and we both believed that I would I would win uh, those races. At least that's how I see it. He might not say that, Kip. Hi, if you're there. Um, but the my other rival was Casey Waters from Kenston, and it was. Everybody knew who he was, and every and he was the best. And he was in, uh, you know, we were Triple A, he was Double A, Kenston, so a little bit easier route to get to state. So he had been to the state track meet before. Um, big name, uh, very good athlete, and fast. And we ran a dual meet earlier in the year, and I had been working out all winter, and and I had a uh, uh, Rick Cabot was training me, and. Um, uh, a guy, a former graduate of my high school. And so I thought, you know, I got a chance and I followed him, followed him, followed him two laps. And then the last hundred meters, I started to pass him and I passed him and I was ahead and he just gritted it out. He, he, he dig, dug deep down and he had these long strides and he just started pulling, pulling, pulling. And I, you know, I was going as hard as I can. And I started the, they call it getting the couch on your back and you know, you're, you're, running out of gas and I was starting running out and I couldn't hold him off. And he passed me back, um, in, on that last straightaway and that last hundred meters in the dual meet. So in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I gotta, you know, I was thinking this is my year. I got to beat this guy. So the season went on and, uh, I got some better times and then the conference meet comes and my coach, Roy Potagil, says, uh, he, he pulls me aside, he's like, he basically is like, quit hugging that guy. You guys quit being best friends with him and beat him. And I would, I kind of want to use some cuss words here, but I'm not, sh I don't think he said them. I don't, he wouldn't. 
But I, it was kind of like, you know, quit effing around and, you know, hugging him and, and get mad at him and beat him. Well, so the first event of every track meet, at least back then, I think it still is, and uh, is the 3,200-meter relay. So four guys are running 800 meters. So that's eight total laps, two laps each. And I was the anchor guy. So this is conference championship. So instead of a dual meet where there's just two teams, there's, you know, eight or ten teams there uh, kind of creating a crowd. And we had a really good relay team. Um, Mick Dwyer, Bill Coach, and uh, uh, who was it? And Matt Plant. And But for some reason that day, and Kenson, their team actually was in the state championship the year before. So they were they gave the baton to Casey. Uh Probably he was at least thirty or forty meters ahead of me. I would say, well twenty five to thirty meters, let's say, ahead of me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this is the best guy. He's already beaten me, and I got to catch up. But I had purposely, like, I literally, he kept coming up and hugging me, and I, I finally started shoving him away because we were kind of we were pals. But uh, Coach Pottinger said, don't be nice to the guy, so I wasn't nice to the guy, and. Um, you know, and this is a team event or this is a, you know, relay and, uh, I got it 30 meters behind and I just like, okay, first lap, I'm going to close the gap. And I did, I closed it to about five to 10 meters with a lap to go. And on the back side of that turn, so it's about 300 meters to go, uh, I passed him. And that was the other thing we planned. He's like, don't wait till the end to try to pass him, pass him early, break his spirit. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I caught up to him. And I passed him, and he literally fought me for two steps and then let me go. And I increased the lead, and I won by 10 or 20 meters And uh, by the time I get around the other side. And, um, you know, it was like, okay, I did it. I was just pumped. And then we had the kind of the head-to-head race, the 800-meter championship, and that was, you know, probably an hour later, some, somewhere in there. Um, but when I got done with that race, I had caught him from behind and completely changed my mindset. I actually, um, uh, I, I, I didn't even like, it wasn't being cocky or anything, but I just did not even, you know, I warmed up of course, but there was not this nervous warm up. It was kind of like, I, I know I'm going to win. If I could catch him from behind in that relay, I know I'm going to win, and even more importantly, he knows I caught him from behind and passed him and, cr- and increased the lead, so I probably beat him total for that whole race, 50 meters, 60 meters, um, and the mindset completely changed. There was no, I wasn't stressed, I wasn't worried about like, my shoes on tied right, I'm like, I know I'm going to win this thing. I know I am capable of beating him head to head because I caught him from behind. And that's my message today is that's the same in everything. It's and the and the first point of this is had I not run that relay race and I just was going to run the 800 head to head with him, I would have been nervous all day and who knows if I'd have won because in my head I wasn't sure I could. But because I ran that other race, that extra race that and I was always in that relay and caught him from behind on the anchor leg, I, I, there was just no doubt in my mind I could do it. And that's the that's what I tell people all the time about, like, writing a draft or even writing a book. It's, it's you know, you got to get one out there just to see what you got. And just to, it, it's more, it's almost more important to get it out there imperfectly 
and and build that confidence in yourself, then uh, you know you, you most people I see are trying to get it perfect in their heads before they can get it on paper, or they get it on paper and they're trying to get it perfect here before they put it out. And man, you can't even figure out what you're capable of until you put something out there, and you got to do it imperfectly. And that's that's this. This is the biggest thing, and, and and it never goes away, by the way. I struggle with it. It's like, oh, my God, can I do a perfect podcast, or can I do – i, I got to script this out. And, you know, if you saw my desk here, I've got just, you know, notes all over the place. But the whole point is just get on there and do it. Get your book done. Get your course done. Get yourself on video. Write that blog. Whatever it is, got to get it done. And to, in order to believe in yourself, you've got to do more of it. And, you know, I always use this analogy, but you can't go out and swing the golf club and hit a perfect shot the first time out. you got to go out and shoot some shots. Um, But I just, to me, that story embodies this whole idea of getting belief on your side. And and most of us are way capable of doing anything we want to do, but it's our belief that holds us back. And one of the ways that you can counter that is actually uh, performing and trying and making an effort and realizing it's never going to be perfect. And this podcast is my second episode and video and all that. Uh, I'm doing, I'm simulcasting, if you will, but I'm, I'm, I record the video for a YouTube show and then I'm going to use it for my podcast. And look, this, I know this episode's going to, I'm going to look back and be like, oh my God, that sucked. I do that. If, if I look back at my first book, it's like, oh, what was I thinking? Um, and there's a there's a quote. Um, a couple of people said Dan Kennedy, Elaine Woolton or somebody. But, you know, like if you're not embarrassed about what you were doing a year ago, you're not trying hard enough. Well, probably I, there's some things I did a month ago that I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? And that's because. I'm progressing and it's all because of belief that I can do it. So every step you take creates belief and that belief helps you take that next step. So you got to take that first step. So that's my short message for today. And uh, thanks for joining me on the revolution here. And tomorrow I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, the USA Today bestseller campaign we're running. So the book's called Author Inc. I've got 30 authors. I've got some high-powered people. Uh, I got a couple people I'm still recruiting. Um, high-powered. I don't know what that means. High. They're high on my list of cool people that I'd love to work with. Uh, my Dream 100, if you will. So I'm Dream 100ing a few people. Um, we'll see how that works out. I'll let you know. But uh, that's coming out October 15th, but we're already, we're well underway of planning it. And I don't usually do books this far ahead. I mean, I, the snowball book launch, I launched well in advance, three months out. We're putting this out, um, June 15th on iBooks and, uh, and then Amazon will come 90 days out. So July 15th, but it's super cool to plan. I, I basically went out and I don't want to say stalked Adam Hoagie, but I, you know, I went out and got him to be on board. So he's on board and he's actually quarterbacking and he's helping me architect everything. So super cool. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. I got some other stuff. We'll talk about the new version of bestseller universities coming out. I've been working on that webinar and, uh, this is a welcome break of doing the podcast, but I'm going to be back to that webinar next. And that is going to be awesome. Uh, that is 
got so much more stuff in it than when I started it two years ago. And that's another thing. Bestseller University, man, there was no way I was ready. I could have I could have procrastinated another year or two on that. But two years ago, in this month, right around now, I launched Bestseller University, the first edition. Couldn't be doing the one I am today with all the, the higher value stuff in there. Like all the stuff I've learned in the last two years is now crammed in there and I've made it easier to use. And that would not happen if I didn't believe I could produce a quality product by having produced that first one two years ago. So believe it. You can do it. I know you can do it. And thanks for joining us. And talk to you soon. Hey, Ray Brem here. Thank you so much for being a part of the revolution and revolting against mediocrity. You know, we're all in this together, so if you need any help or just a little push, go to bestsellerrevolution.co and check out all the tools and cool stuff we got for you there. And no matter what you do today, be epic. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Ray Brem here. Thank you so much for being a part of the revolution and revolting against mediocrity. You know, we're all in this together, so if you need any help or just a little push, go to bestsellerrevolution.co and check out all the tools and cool stuff we got for you there. And no matter what you do today, be epic. We'll talk to you soon.